So normally for Tweed Street, I never really think an episode is going to be that wild. Like I'll always think of the fun parts, but I never really think it's going to be that wild unless I see that there's a lot of stories that revolve around sex or that revolve around spirits and just being spiritual and energy and vibes. In this episode, the most interesting thing about it is it actually has both. It has both. But before I get to any of that, let me just kick things off from a slightly more financial perspective. Now, according to a Variety article published on the beginning of September, OnlyFans delivered their financial results for 2021 and reported the revenue growth of 160% to about $932 million. Meanwhile, OnlyFans creators netted $3.86 billion in 2021, an increase of 115% from the year before, bringing the UK-based company's payments to creators to over $8 billion since its launch in 2016. Now, of course, all of that is absolutely boring information, so let me get to the fun bits. So apparently, the highest earning content creator on OnlyFans for the year of 2021 made an estimated figure of $20 million a month for the entire year. And that content creator is someone who is particularly famous, of course. And that lady's name is none other than Black China. Yep, you'd have probably expected someone else to kind of feature on that list, like, you know, a porn star or some shit. Like, I don't know, Mia Khalifa being at the top wouldn't have been something that's too surprising because she was a porn star before. Or, you know, if it was Lisa Ann, if she decides to, you know, get into like the whole OnlyFans thing or maybe Demi Rose or some OnlyFans creator or some fine girl on the internet. But Black China, the same Black China who a couple of months ago was supposedly giving her life to Christ and shit. Like, she was clearly giving her life to the Lord, but she was probably giving her feet to the internet or some shit. You know, just to net in more profit. Although, interestingly enough, Cardi B was making around 10 mil a month, which puts her among the highest earning content creators on OnlyFans. But interestingly enough, according to her, she doesn't post up any pornographic material, but it's mostly just behind the scenes shit and stuff that she does at home and pretty much just answering requests from fans. And her charge is actually particularly nice. She charges about $4.99, which is typically $5. With Black China, it was quite literally $20 because it's $19.99 a month. So technically, she has a million fans paying to see, I don't know, pictures of her feet or her booty every single month. Damn. Like, I know for some people in the Kenyan government, it's not all that much because, I don't know, $2 billion is stolen every single day, not on a monthly basis. But still, when you kind of think about that kind of money on a monthly level for anyone, it's a lot. Because even though taxes are removed and it's half, even, even though you were to conclude the taxes and like other costs were half, she still has 10 mil, which is what Cardi B makes before the tax. Like that is wild as hell. And to think that when she was being asked about her earnings, she was saying that this was money that was just supposed to fund her music career. Like... Shorty, you know very well that you're not a talented rapper. Like, this is probably why you just chose to stick to this shit. Because it just makes more money. Like, why go and put out a record when you can literally set up your iPhone, set a timer for 10 seconds, and pretty much just go and pose nicely, and you get a good couple of hundred thousand in like a day. Come on, bruh. Like, come on. But anyways, anyways, let me leave the money aside because unfortunately, I don't think my feed pics would sell all that well on OnlyFans. And I will move it on to something that I do believe can sell a lot better, which is this podcast, which I probably should have started by saying, 
Welcome to Breaktime on Westside, your number one Breaktime podcast coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who is considering whether that OnlyFans career is still an option. Because my goodness, people are making good money on this shit for doing fuck all. It is none other than your tall, dark, and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. The show is Tweet Street, the show where we take a deep dive into Twitter, pull up a couple of tweets and break them down a little bit. Now, as usual, if you know the drill, then you can repeat it after me. If you don't know the drill, then I'ma say it either way. And if you do know the drill and you're acting like you don't, it's still okay. It's still gonna ring in your head because it is a way that you can contribute to the making of these episodes. And it's a very simple way and there's a drill to it. It almost sounds like a song and it goes like this. You see that tweet, you like that tweet, you want us to discuss that tweet, you send that tweet. You send it to the DMs of the D, which happens to be my personal Twitter handle, and I will take it from there and I will handle it accordingly. The DMs are always open, so if you happen to see a screenshot or a screen grab that was taken from Twitter and was put on any of those apps, you can send it there and I will take it and handle it accordingly. Now, a massive thank you to each and every one of you that's been giving me feedback on the podcast. I appreciate the love. Trust me, you do not know how much I actually appreciate feedback. And for those of you all that haven't and you feel like you should be doing it, the platforms are still for the same exact thing. Facebook, IG, Twitter, hit me up. Tell me that you enjoy it. Tell me there's something that you don't like. Because at the end of the day, the feedback helps make things better. And I appreciate knowing that you guys listened to the podcast and you guys enjoyed it or there was something that you feel should be discussed a little bit more and more here and there. And you know, it helps me make for better future episodes. But all that said and done, I have a bunch of tweets that I really want to discuss with you guys. But before I get to that, we need to talk about people and handling their emotions and relationships for a little bit. Because I feel like there's a growing case of people who have zero emotional control and when it comes to dealing with relationship issues, when you have that, it just makes for a very toxic situation. Take for example, there's a woman in Ohio who sometime this month ran over her baby's father after finding out that he had an affair with her sister or at least supposedly had an affair with her sister. It wasn't confirmed, it was more of an alleged thing. So let me just read you the story. So Tavia Chapman, 24 years old, has been indicted on several charges after she crashed her car into two men in the parking lot of the Spring Grove Village Kroger killing one. Chapman will face one charge of aggravated murder, two counts of murder, two counts of felonious assault, one count of attempted murder and one count of endangering children. If convicted on all charges, Chapman could face life in prison. On August 31st, Chapman allegedly drove her car into the father of her child, her intended target, and also hit 58-year-old Christopher Scott Griffith, who died at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center from his injuries. Chapman then got out of the car and began physically assaulting the man with whom she had an 8-month-old child. That child was inside the vehicle when Chapman hit the two men, according to Hamilton County Prosecutor. And apparently he goes on to state that while he was in Kroger, she apparently went through his cell phone and believed that he had an inappropriate relationship with her sister. End story. Okay, so this is a particularly interesting case. And this one is from the US of A. And yes, y'all can talk about how crazy Americans are, blah, blah, blah. But this isn't the only story that I've seen over these past couple of weeks. This is one from the US. Let me get you another one. There's a woman in Nigeria who actually died recently. It was about sometime last week, if not the week before that. And she died chasing her husband and the side chick from her car while they were speeding off in theirs. So, you're telling me, and I'm trying to get this straight, that you realize that your partner is cheating. And ladies, I'm talking to you. You realize your partner is cheating on you. And 
you decide to attack the side chick or you decide to attack your partner in a form of physical assault believing that that is the best way to deal with your emotions like okay i don't know maybe this is just a guy thing maybe because a lot of guys probably don't get as many cases maybe because the babes are a lot better at hiding it but i feel like besides that with dudes it's almost very easy to know the next reaction that he's going to have like with the babes they can go all hysterical they can be super emotional sometimes they break down crying sometimes they want to fight you sometimes they want to fight her but with the dudes there's more or less like two options and one of them is usually the most extreme which is this guy trying to kill the other dude or this guy like diving on the other dude and like beating him to pieces and shit now most times guys will literally just tell the other dude to fuck off or some shit or they'll leave or they'll pretty much just tell the babe to fuck off either way there's a pretty high chance that that relationship ends and the interesting thing is with most guys the moment that happens the first reflex is for you to drop the babe that is usually the first reflex it's not even something that guys second guess it's literally just you know what i'm done with this i'm out and the dude leaves the moment he leaves or he tells her to leave or to fuck off then at that point in time that's when the guy will take a couple of minutes maybe a couple of hours or even a couple of days and then that's when they'll suddenly be like okay now i can start to think about this oh you know she did this to me am i really willing to take her back sometimes they don't even think that far they pretty much just say you know what she cheated on me she's done but babes are going to the extent of trying to attack the side piece like where do the benefits lie for us guys we know very well if you go and start fighting the other guy shorty can pretty much go find another dude and continue shagging outside of the entire relationship or the marriage or some shit with dudes we know very well if we go and we attack this guy and this guy possibly dies so this guy gets badly injured and he calls the cops and either way the authorities are involved you're going to end up in a cell or you're going to end up in prison and it's just going to be fucked up for you or you might end up in a hospital because you tried fighting the dude and you didn't know that the dude could whoop you you end up in a hospital or some shit the entire time when you are out of commission whether incarcerated or in a hospital or in a cell or being interrogated or some shit that shorty could pretty much be getting piped by the same dude while you are there in shit so why bother going through the hassle of engaging in physical assault when you know very well that if you do choose to engage in some form of physical assault and the authorities are involved you're simply just going to lose because you think about it considering that in the case of the american woman the father of the child has not been confirmed to be dead when you kind of think about it this babe is possibly facing life in prison her 8 month old baby is either going to be taken by child protective services or is going to be given to the same man that's cheating on her who might end up taking it to the sister or to her family who will probably end up having to take care of the kid or some shit and while she's probably going through all of this hell in the name of legal trouble the two people who wronged her will probably be doing the same exact shit that was wronging her in the first place because she's now out of commission because at this point in time the man is free to fuck the sister however he pleases because at this point in time she's probably in a cell or she's in jail it's not like she can bust the two of them for shit it's kind of like the same exact situation with this nigerian wife who's now dead the husband and the side chick managed to ride off into the sunset technically to some degree and at this point in time he can pretty much shag her as much as he wants because it's not like the wife is really going to come in between the both of them so either way what i see here is a very clear lose lose 
the moment you get physical you get to lose so ladies i hope this gives you a little bit of context on how it is that you should react or at least how you shouldn't react in the event that you notice or you find out that your partner is cheating on you but all in all i'm gonna leave it at that and i will move it on to the very very long awaited tweets so on to our very first tweet of this episode i wish dudes with smaller packages understood that we cannot ride that we're not lazy it's just not enough to ride and we're basically rubbing pocketbooks at this point i'm not penis shaming niggas with big dicks just be ramming thinking it's fun time the point is know what you can and can't do during sex if you gotta prop that foot up and do it from an angle to feel an extra two inches do it okay very interesting so you seem to have a problem with guys and not having that much dick okay seems particularly interesting now i know this one is probably a very irrelevant statement to make but it's very interesting how most babes usually think that if there were dudes they'd probably have big dick or they'd have amazing sex game of which the reality of it is they probably wouldn't but anyways anyways that said and done all right let's look into this entire thread okay so she's saying that dudes with smaller packages should understand that you cannot ride that and to a certain degree it's true it's just that it depends because different babes are gonna work on this entire case a little bit differently because and this is something that i ended up realizing you know over time when you get to experience shagging super thick babes and you shag like skinny babes and you shag slim babes when you shag slim thicks like you kind of get to realize that some positions work well with some body sizes and some don't so a guy would say probably three four inches who might be considered to be small might probably be able to say have a babe ride him when she's like super small but a guy who has like I don't know maybe say five possibly six which is average to good by most people's standards might be trying to spoon with a babe and try to stick the dick in and he can't reach because the babe has a humongous ass like it's actually a reality it's something that i can even admit i've experienced on my own level and i know some people are very ready to say oh you know where there's a will there's a way blah 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 but the reality of it is sometimes shit just won't work with particular babes sometimes it's because they're fat sometimes it's because they don't have the booty you know like have you ever tried banging a babe with no booty from the back like it's not that it's a bad sight to see it's just that it's not very appealing like you're not watching all the jiggles and you know enjoying yourself looking at you know the booty move and shit you know you're not enjoying the curves like even where you place your arms a little bit different because like normally if she has a big booty you know exactly where to place your arms and shit like it's a very different feeling so i will be very honest i think this one is very dependent on the babes but all in all i feel like this babe was just hating because like lesbians have been shagging since day one they've been scissoring their way through a lot of shit even though you want to say pocketbooks and shit y'all get to rub each other's clits and you have no problems shagging a lesbian because i have never had any of y'all complaining that i wish these lesbians had dick because at the end of the day it's either you guys are rubbing clits or someone's using a strap on but either way none of y'all complains about shagging a lesbian so fuck off with that statement and i will leave it at that and move it on so on to our very next tweet of this episode random bruises on your body that are small but big enough is usually a spirit trying to get your attention 
This is usually a clear indication that your space needs to be clean. By clean, I mean cleansed. You shouldn't be mingling with spirits. Keep in mind these spirits are usually not your spirit guides. In Jamaica, we call these duppy pinch. Usually begin sleeping with something red on your bed for protection shortly after this and after the fourth day, spiritual bath time. Look, I know what I said about astrology but I feel like the people who are into like the whole spirit thing are on a totally different level. Like the whole astrology, Virgos, Scorpios, Leos thing, like that shit is stuff that people can discuss and joke about and talk about even on a shallow level and they can pretty much relate on it because it's almost like a social thing now. You know, being a Leo might not really mean too much shit for us logical people, but you know, it can make for good conversation. You know, it can talk about people's attitudes and personalities and shit. But the people that are into spirit shit, like these ones are the ones that jazz me the most because I never usually understand half the shit that they're saying. Like when I'm trying to get the attention of a babe and I'm saying this as a human being, I'll probably ask the waiter to give her another round of whatever drinks she's having, you know? That's a nice way to kind of call for her attention or some shit. If a babe's trying to get dude's attention, say at the club or some shit, she's probably wearing a fairly short skirt so what she'll do is she'll get pretty close and she'll start shaking her bum. Then when she notices that I'm looking, you know, she might reach a little bit close and shit. So instead of pinching me and leaving me pimples and shit, why the fuck don't you just, I don't know, make somebody give me some money? Like, get a shorty to give me pussy the following day or some shit. Like, that shit might actually work a little bit better. You know, probably I might be like, you know what, the spirits really want to tell me something. Or, I don't know, maybe vary the size of my dick on a day-to-day -day basis so that I can know if there's something that the spirit needs me to do, which I can actually do. You know, stuff that actually has an impact, but you're giving me a pimple and you actually think that I'll give too much of a shit about it. Like, not unless if it's on my dick, I won't really worry too much about it. And if it's on my dick, I'm probably running to the hospital and not to a spiritual physician of some shit. But either way, I will leave it at that because I don't want to get into that mumbo jumbo. And I will move it on, so on to our very final tweet of this episode. Fellas. You need to know whatever she says she won't do for you, she has done it before for another man. You need to understand how a woman's mind works. With every heartbreak she goes through, she subtracts one thing she offered that man and makes it a rule not to offer it again. Meaning the more relationships she's been in and out of, the more things she won't be willing to offer the next man. In her mind, she's of the thought if she makes a man work for what he wants, this time he'll hopefully stay. It's always about making a man commit. Know this, I don't go to a man's house. She once did, using her own transport, would do a sleepover heck, even cohabited for weeks or months. I won't do chores for a boyfriend. She once did, cooking his favorite meal, washing his underwears and cleaning his room or even his house. Now sex till marriage. That time she isn't even a virgin. She did it with many men countless times in different places and different styles too. I can go on and on, but the thing is, Whatever she's telling you she won't do is just her punishing you for the sins of other men. And sadly, many men decide to serve a sentence for crimes they didn't commit by agreeing to her rules, having to sweat, prove themselves to get what other men got with ease. But it's not their fault. This is psychology, manipulation at its best. By setting these rules, she markets herself as the lady worthy of committing to. It's mind games and women know how best to play them. 
Before you know it, a man is deep in love for he believes if she plays hard to get, then she must be worth it. Never agree to play by a woman's rules. Because once you do, you'll never stop and that's not a sign of a healthy relationship where a man has to constantly impress a woman. Walk away from any woman who's setting up rules for you because those rules she once broke them for another man. Learn or perish. Yeah, damn, that one was long as fuck though. Like, that shit was long. My goodness. But anyways, anyways, there's a lot that needs to be spoken about here, but I'll just try and address it real quick. So, this is actually particularly true. And I've heard babes talk about this before, where they sort of hold back on certain things from guys because I tend to believe that they think that if a guy gets that, then he'll very easily leave. Now, normally that used to be sex and hell. For a lot of babes, it still is, where they're like, oh, you know... I'm not shaggy a guy on the first date. Oh, you know, it's going to take me a while before I shag. But interestingly enough, she might be doing that for a guy that she's been going on like a bunch of dates with for like a month. But I kid you the fuck not. There's a dude that will call her. And weirdly enough, a lot of babes have like one, maybe even two dudes that will probably hit them up. And they know very well these guys just simply want dick. But they will still, I don't know if it's a manipulation or if it's stigmatization or some shit. They will still end up picking themselves up, taking themselves there, getting dick and then going back home. Or the dudes will come and they'll drop dick and they'll leave. And then they might probably feel bad about it or they might not. But either way, I don't see why it is that a guy who's pretty much trying to be with you is suffering the sins of a man who probably didn't. And even though you don't have such a dude and you're a babe, my question is, I can get that, yes, there's defense mechanisms and you don't want to give away too much too soon, but why make another dude suffer for your ex's mistakes? Like, yes, maybe he shagged you a few times and then left and ghosted you, but who says that the problem was the fact that you let him shag you a few times even before he popped the ring or some shit? What if it was simply a case of him noticing that there was better pussy out there that he wanted and even long-term commitment wasn't his idea? Maybe he found you to be particularly annoying, but you're centering it all on the fact that you let him hit. And weirdly enough, I actually went through a similar experience with a shorty that I was hitting on a couple of years back. Like, I was trying to hit on the babe, and I don't know, maybe it was just my line of questioning, but eventually she ended up telling me about her ex who apparently she found out that he had been dating another chick along with her and shit. And this dude used to hit it raw. Even when she'd tell him not to nut inside, the guy would nut inside and this babe had gotten to the point where she had been taking P2s on a regular, like the emergency pill. She had been taking them on a regular and she honestly felt like, you know, a lot of guys were trash and she needs to hold back and blah, blah, blah. And I'm literally just listening and in my head, I'm like, so you're telling me that you're deciding to act a certain way, you're choosing to look at dudes as trash all because you had one toxic relationship or even a few, maybe there were a few, or let's be particularly honest, your choice in choosing dudes was particularly shit. Like, is it really that it's my fault that you have a shit way of choosing dudes? Because maybe that's the underlying issue. But you choose to decide to hold on a couple of things here and there because blah blah dudes did this to you, dudes did that to you. Sometimes it's not even about you. But sometimes it might be about you but it's not even what you actually think it is. And I think to a certain degree self-awareness is actually particularly important in this shit. Although, that said, even the babes themselves actually don't even give all that much these days. Like, let's be particularly honest. When was the last time we listened to a story of a dude who's having a thing with a babe who's trying to be in a relationship with him 
or is in a relationship with him and she goes to his place she cleans and she cooks and she makes sure she cooks for him for like an entire week like when was the last time even you as an individual heard of a story like that from a woman or a dude that was saying some shit like that about their partner and they were talking about being together like when was the last time you had a story like that it's been eons and this is part of the reason why i continue to say guys get below bare minimum like there's bare minimum and guys get way below it sometimes us guys get the flatline basic which is quite literally loyalty, affection, emotional comfort to a certain degree. And I guess maybe the idea or the fact that you have a fine babe with you. Like that's the most that we get nowadays. There's not that much that we're getting from the babes. And maybe we should start asking for more so that we can also start pulling back a couple more things. Like, you know, I've been going out with babes and they've been eating a lot of my money. So you know what? She's going to pay my bills or some shit, you know, stuff like that. Although then again, I might be wrong about this shit because I know some dudes do something similar. Dudes do something similar to that, but it's usually from a very different angle. But either way, I want your thoughts on this. The DMs are open. On Twitter, it is at BagakaTheD. On Facebook and on IG, it is at BreakTimeOnWestSide. Thank you so much for listening all the way till the end. And if you are listening through CastBox, feel free to drop your thoughts and comments below and I will attend to them accordingly. And I will catch you guys on the next break. <laughs>